On today's episode of the Greasy Knuckles Podcast, we're going to get into a little bit of religion. Going to get greasy with Jesus. Going to get greasy with the time-traveling Jesus. You know, just a little bit of everything. Like always. You know, like always. I think we stayed a little more on track. We at least talked about religion the whole, almost the whole time. Almost. Besides like Hitler and time travel. Yeah. I mean, we kind of run, ran off the rails just a little bit, but that's what we do here on the Greasy Knuckles. We're definitely not working on it. No. And I, I mean, I think we are getting better. You know, we're starting to do a little more studying. A little more on track. For this episode, we study. For this episode <laughs> of the Greasy Knuckles podcast. Yeah. But hang on to your seats, because it's going to get greasy. That's right. Welcome back to the Greasy Knuckles Podcast with Jimbo and J-Bone. And welcome back to another episode of the Greasy Knuckles Podcast. I'm Jimbo! (laughs) That's getting a bit ridiculous. (laughs) I'm J-Bone. J-Bone on the phone. So today, I didn't come up with this idea now. It was kind of like a mutual agreement. He had the initial initial stab, and we perfected it. So I think, and we think, we're going to talk some religion. Yeah. And it, it's a touchy subject, you know, with some people. Unless you're Catholic, then it's a touch me subject. <laughs> <laughs> Only if you're a little boy. But, all joking aside, I personally don't give a shit what you believe in. I mean... Fuck you. Yeah, fuck you. No, it's just... I'm not going to try to sway somebody one way or the other, you know, anything like that. Because, hell, we were just getting into the topics of how big the universe is just yesterday. Mm -hmm. So... I think that's kind of what sparked this this here yeah. idea, but... And we've been into flat earth and stuff like that, you know? Like, yeah. I don't want to sway anybody's beliefs either. Believe what you want to believe. Yeah. I um, mean, there's a religion based around fucking flying spaghetti, so... And as long as you don't hurt anybody, you know, you don't kill anybody, nothing like that, in the name of your religion, <coughs> uh, you might want to... You know, just sit back, relax, chill out, because, you know, it's going to get a little bit greasy, but this is all said in, uh, you know, the most in, respectful kind of way. We're just talking about shit. In the interest of higher education and learning yeah. from each other. Because I did about six hours worth of research today same, on, same. on the topic. Old J-Bone over here has done about the same. So, uh, why don't we start out, dude? Just got some, uh, just, just, I think we'll just cover, basically we'll cover some basic topics. Jimbo nor myself claim to be scholars of any kind. Hell no. I mean. Mechanics. I fix a mean airplane, but, you know, and I, I spent a couple, I spent a few of my younger years before I really had my own decisions to make going to Southern Baptist Church, you know, so I mean, I spent time in church. Mm-hmm. I've done my time, you know what I'm saying? So, first things first, I gotta crack this caffeine open. I'm, I'm thirsty. What are we doing? Mm. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers, bud. So, I guess what I really like, the idea I had earlier was to kind of talk about some of the ideas of like where religion comes from. Like early religion or, you know, like what, like what do you think kind of sparked the fire in people when it came to creating bomb shelters and shit? Yeah, creating pyramidal shaped bomb shelters or, no, really like how they, how they decided that, like where'd they get their idea of God and that they were going to get together and pray together and worship together and whatever and kind of like. Like eventually, I want to I want to do this like a few parts to this idea and figure out like how they split off into different branches of religion. Yeah, and 
so one thing that I think is really interesting is uh, think about there's it's actually what's 33% of the entire world's population is Christian which was they news claim, to me they claim Christian 33% of the entire world is claim themselves to be Christian because I thought for sure the majority of the world is going to be Catholic I thought either Catholic or Islam, but uh, Islam is number two. Mm -hmm. And they said by 2030, they'll have over like 20 million followers of Islam or some shit. It's like 20.9 million. Because I think a lot of people have converted even in the States, you know, like some of it I think like this is just my opinion that some of it I think was almost like sympathy conversion like not that it was the cool thing to do but that it was like a statement to be made yeah and I think inclusivity as well like hey you know you're struggling I want that struggle like right that's what I'm saying that's what I meant like not by the cool thing but yeah Uh, because a lot of like a lot of what I've seen the Quran the Bible and stuff I've tried to read a lot of it actually runs pretty pretty close. It does. It's not as black and white as like voodoo. Yeah. And Catholicism or something. So. But, I mean, I think that if 33% of the world is following this single type of way, mm-hmm. right? If you were to wipe their memory, like those 33 mm-hmm. percent or hell you wipe everybody's memory we just start fresh mm-hmm. and there's no religious books out there there's no type of manuscripts there's no anything we wouldn't get back to the same religions and that's what i feel like all these religions stem from is like you know it's their take at the time yeah and they say something, and it's just like, you know, this podcast. A lot of shit that I say, and a lot of shit that you say, just makes sense. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, oh shit, I can get behind that, you know? So, I feel like that's how they, they start out. I think a lot of it too, going on what you're saying, stems from like the influence of people in power. Yeah. As far as who was in power when those religions were kind of founded or whatever, you know? Well, yeah, and it's just like any charismatic, well cult leader mm-hmm. really because any charismatic leader gains followers no matter yeah. what they're talking about like that's how you get these crazy cults going and we'll we'll hit on cults later yeah but and that's how hitler rose to power you know just fucking get yeah. people riled up and they're like you know what i can get behind that it's a cult of and, personality is what it's called yeah, and he didn't start out like, hey, we need to fucking kill the Jew. You know, like, he just, he started out real subtle. And then after he gained followers, he would add a little more to it. And people would be like... And he embellished his story a lot, too. Uh, that's a little a little off the walls, but all right. I mean, he's been right on 99% of everything. So then, like, he slowly fed into it, slowly yeah. fed into it, until he had people fucking mass-murdering Jews. Yeah. Drinking from the crazy fire hose. Yeah, who would have never done that, you know? I mean, they never did that until that point. So, and I feel like that's kind of what happens. And uh, what I've seen is this guy named, what was it, John Marco Arbo or something like that? Uh, I don't know. Fuck. I have it on my phone. But anyways, he came out, he was an ordained minister, and he was trying to decipher this, uh, the Dead Sea Scrolls, right? And trying to decipher the Dead Sea Scrolls, and as he's doing this, he was actually the person that was like on this team of people deciphering it. Uh, as he's doing this, he came to the conclusion that these people were tripping like hard on fucking mushrooms. Yeah. And it does make a lot of sense because when you take hallucinogenic drugs, it's not like, oh, well, I took drugs, so all this is fake. 
it is real. Like, mm-hmm. what is happening is real as shit, depending on what drugs you take, yeah. obviously. You know, if you were to take a quarter of a gram of mushrooms and see a little wave, you know, you're going to be like, yeah, I took mushrooms. But if you take enough to fucking send you to the moon, then... The hero dose. Yeah, like, it's going to become your reality. And there's been people that did, like, salvia, salvia divinorum, mm-hmm. and have gone to the moon and lived a complete alternate life for months and then came back, you know, and which kind of makes you think like which, uh, I heard someone make a good point, which one is real? Did they go to where they actually should be? Like that yeah. is real and then they like, came this back? This is a dream and the yeah. dream is real. But, and then uh, what I found interesting, I'll let you take over. Like, just one second. I want to just make this point. But what I found interesting is in the churches, especially in uh, Catholicism, they would get sage and they would burn sage, mm-hmm. right? And they would do the sweeping motion through the church and the smoke would go everywhere and that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. If you look, salvia divinorum, which is one of the strongest hallucinogenic drugs known to man, mm-hmm. It is referred to as sage. It is in the sage family. It is like its twin brother. So the chemical makeup, all that stuff, it is sage. And they were, you know, they have plenty of paintings and depictions of them using cannabis as well. So what is theorized that makes sense is they would mix cannabis mm-hmm. and salvia divinorum, i.e. sage, and burn it through the church, smoke everybody out, and you're a lot more accepting, and everything is oh, yeah. like a divine experience. If, you know, if I just hand you a fucking energy drink and be like, hey, drink this, man, and you never had an energy drink ever. Oh, it's gonna fucking... You're going to fucking go crazy. You're going to be like, holy shit. I don't know what that spicy water was, but that shit was good. You know, like, you're going to be all cracked out. And now I feel amazing. But if you've never heard of what drugs are, Mm -hmm. if you've never, if you don't know what psilocybin is or anything. No, you think it's the atmosphere doing it. Yeah, and I give you fucking three grams of shrooms, four grams of shrooms, and you go fucking way off to the moon. You're going to come back and be like, this guy's a priest. He's like a fucking god, yeah. you know? So, of course. And especially if I'm like here, because the Greeks and the Romans and stuff would drink wine, and they would describe their trips. It wasn't like, you know, when you get drunk. Mm-hmm. It was like tripping balls, and they would only take a very small amount. Their wine glasses were super tiny. They would only take a very small amount and go fucking ballistic. So, I don't know, man. Like, I, I feel like drugs play a huge part in the beginnings of pretty much any start of religion. Well, there's like all kinds of stuff about that. Like some of the stuff I was reading, we were talking Moses in the burning bush earlier. Yeah. You saying that the acacia tree is the most mentioned tree in the Bible. Right? And that the they think the burning bush could have been an acacia bush. So he would have been basically smoking DMT. Yeah. He was up on the mountain, you know, came down with the commandments and all that kind of stuff. But actually, I think that's I think that's pretty spot on is how things got started, things like that, like religion and all that. Um, I don't know. Some of the stuff I listened to was I was really interested in like I don't know. I kind of I didn't know. I don't know if we went different ways of what we were checking out, but. Like, I was trying to find, I was trying to look into stuff like, why did religion come about? Yeah. Not just like, not just like what, not just like what idea started it, but why it happened. And some of the stuff that I found was some, obviously it's all speculation because we weren't around with the fucking cavemen and whatever, but. Yeah. You know, one of the guys I was listening to was talking about um, that part of the appeal was being in groups. Mm-hmm. So, 
100,000 years ago, whatever, 150,000, however long they say back when, that obviously hominids or human, you know, homo sapiens, whatever, that they started together in groups for safety. So, so it's pointing to all the things we do together, like we eat together, pray together, drink together, do go to church together, together go to, do podcasts together, but <laughs> they needed a... Like somewhere along the way, some there's like storytellers, you know, and they needed a common theme throughout. Like yeah. like Jesus or Yeshua, that was a that was a very common name. So there was like some people think that Jesus was a real person, but but they don't believe that he was really like a miracle worker, like walking on water and turning water yeah. into wine, all that shit. Because back then there were probably thousands of traveling priest and storytellers named Yeshua or Jesus, you know, like there could have been a hundred thousand Jesuses walking around. So I don't know. I just, I just like 70,000 years ago, what I read was that they call that the cognitive revolution. That's when our brains changed, you know, like where we, where we, I don't know, like our brain size double, we started making tools, all this bullshit like that. And we talked about that, I think last night. The stone date theory. Yeah. You know, that they found mushrooms walking across the plains and they ate them. And just like you said, if you're fucking, you don't know any better and you eat a mushroom, it fucking shoots you into space and you're a monkey. I mean, there's ja- those jaguars in the Amazon, they eat, they eat, um, they eat one of the plants that, that they make ayahuasca high, out of. Yeah. And they get stoned as fuck and they just like roll around and look at the sky and shit, you know, but because they don't have the same. MAO inhibitors they don't have the same the same shit that we have in our stomach that makes you know DMT like straight DMT won't do anything yeah. like you have to have you either have to smoke it or if you drink it you have to have the the, the MAO blocker the inhibitor that blocks the inhibitors jaguars don't have that so they get fucked up when they eat the plants I've seen videos of it it's pretty wild they're just rolling around fucking people's all blown out but I don't know that's why I read that part of it was just being together and then they start telling stories and somebody has a psychedelic experience and they come back and they're like you know there's something up there Mm -hmm. I don't know which there's been like complete atheists that have done mushrooms or whatever and got down was like God's out there God's out there it's something you know you told me a story about Mm -hmm. one of your friends that did that so but yeah, we do have a sense of like belonging, you know. Granted, people are like, "Oh, well, I'm an introvert. I don't need friends." But they're telling you that, yeah. you know, they need people to talk to, no matter who you are. You know, unless you're fucking not normal. But ninety-nine percent of everybody, we are social creatures. You know, we want to communicate. We want to like. Befriend people, have people we can trust, count on, whatever. And if you have a sense of that normalcy and that like community, community, and that certain because they're you know in church because I I was born and raised in church you know like we were there five days a week you know anytime the doors were open we were there community outreach outreach events like charity event whatever it was we were there so and that's how it was from the time I was born till I was 16 mm-hmm. like every time the doors were open Christmas day whatever like we were yeah. going so but there comes a certain level of like safety too with that you know you, you feel like oh well this is somebody that I just met but because we're in church, because we're a Christian, you know, they're gonna they're gonna be nice to me. They're gonna be they're not gonna steal my stuff. They're not gonna, you know, do put their this fingers in me. Yeah, like you you have a sense of well, I think I can trust this person, which is lunacy because I don't trust hardly anybody now. But and I I've met some of the worst fucking people in church, so. But you get that sense of safety, I think, from it as well. But where do you think the where do you think like 
like the Anunnaki. Supposedly they came from the planet Nibiru and they genetically mutated monkeys, for lack of a better word, great apes, apes, whatever, to mine gold for them. And then to, they needed gold to, I think it was to, to replenish their atmosphere on Nibiru. So where do you think that story comes from though? Like, where do you think that, like, cause you know, the Egyptians, they had a bunch of gods, a bunch mm -hmm. of crazy shit going on. And I get that, I get that in the beginning, water was one of the most important things. So they would think that like, you know, a thunderstorm was just, obviously they didn't know what it was. They didn't have science to explain it, but yeah. a thunderstorm and rain and, and, you know, they got like, people got it in their mind that, well, we killed this guy Tuesday and then it rained Wednesday. So we must have like appeased whatever spirits making it rain. Yeah. So that turned into like a human sacrifice. Every time they need rain, you know, they fucking chop somebody up. Well, so yeah, the Egyptians that believed in uh, Baal, right? Yeah. Like, you know, there was, we knew about Baal, but we weren't sure if like when it was worshiped and this, that, and the other. And we figured it out through research and like trying to, you know, finding old Yeah, shit. going to the bomb shelters and looking at all the stuff, carved yeah. on the wall, that kind of stuff. But Baal was worshipped for bringing, you know, the rain and shit mm -hmm. like that. So whenever it was a dry time, then it was said that uh, Baal's worst enemy, I can't remember his name, shit. Next time I'll take better notes, but uh, that's not what this is about. Hell no. But his worst enemy we'll call had, him taken, had taken over. So they would start sacrificing <clears throat> and like trying to help bail out. And then when like they were rain, they'd be like, yes, he's here again. Like, mm -hmm. you know, because I don't know, they just felt like that connection that just like the sun god, you know. Mm -hmm. They, they felt that connection, like, this brings life to everything. That's why they worshiped the sun. Like, that was the ultimate god, because without the sun, nothing would grow, nothing, you know. But see, that makes, that what you said earlier, if you could just reset everybody, I think we'd go back to that, like, worshiping the sun. Oh, yeah. Or the rain, stuff like that, you know, like, which I don't really see being that bad of an idea. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't say I'm... I wouldn't say I'm like atheist or unaffiliated, like, you know, I'm not going to talk about, I don't to, um, we're not talking about our own personal religious beliefs, I just mean that, I don't know, I feel like that was something that they all could get together and get behind, you know, like, but what, what I was wondering was, how did they, how did they organize it, like, somebody had to just write all this shit down, or through oral tradition, whatever, tell the story. Like, how do you think they got to the point that it wasn't just, like, fortunate that it was raining? That they were like, oh, there's a dude, woman, whatever the god of the hour is up there that's making this happen. Like, how do you think they got that in their mind? Do you think, like, through the tradition passed down that somebody, like, my grandpa said that fucking, not, I'm not telling me, speculative, but, like, some Egyptian was like, my grandpa said that, that the guy used to come on a flying chariot of fire to earth or to here from the sky and fucking tell us everything's gonna be okay and give us manna from heaven or whatever you wanna call or like maybe like a trinket that was technologically advanced to help move them into the next thing, next era, whatever. Do you, do you think that that's what really happened? Or do you think somebody was like, fuck, I need a reason to tell these motherfuckers it's raining, you know, like, uh. There's a guy in the sky that makes it rain if we kill somebody. I mean, it could be either or. Fucking a hundred years before that, there could have been aliens coming down and bringing bread and honey and teaching people crazy shit. Like, hey, check this out. You know, eat this plant. You'll fucking see us again, mm -hmm. you know, or whatever it may be. And then they tell their grandkids, 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 grandkids telephone game yeah works its way out a hundred years later they're bowing down to the sun you know they're praying to bail to get it to rain or you know whatever and 
I don't know. I feel like it's a, we have a sense of, because nobody knows what happens when you die. Mm -hmm. So having a religion, having, you know, that thought of, it's like a snuggie. Like it's going to be okay. It's like a snuggie, like a yeah. comfort blanket. Yeah. To where you're no longer wondering like, oh man, what the fuck is going to happen when we die? Because that is something that we'll never know. Yeah, but without... Until we're dead. Without some kind of like psychedelic substance or something, how do you sell yourself on that? Like people that never drink, never smoke, never do any drugs, you know, like some of the old school grandparents or whatever they're just like hardcore jesus is real nuns and shit like that too yeah, yeah. exactly they, they just sell themselves on like god is real jesus whatever god you believe in that's real that shit's happening you can't like you can't shake my faith kind of thing you know like how you think they get there or got there like how you think they get there now obviously but because i think it's 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 so commercialized now like there's so much money in religion that mm-hmm well, and it's, I, I've told this, like, my mom is super-duper Christian, you know, like, that perfect Christian kind of lady, you know? Yeah. Does everything by the book. She won't listen to any music unless it's Christian. Like, she used to not watch any movie or anything unless right. it was Christian, made by Christian company. Like, mm -hmm. complete sold out to the cult. So, right. but when I told her that it was a cult... She fucking lost it on me. And I was like, it is a cult. It was started by a very charismatic leader that, you know, had his followers. And it's just lived on. And it's became a very popular cult. But, and then it goes back to brainwashing. You know, like. Yeah, but unless you were there and you witnessed the miracles. Then you're not brainwashed. Like, if, like if you legitimately saw somebody die get put in a cave and come back in three days i mean obviously now we would think it's some sort of like magic trick or you know like a dupe yeah like it's and fake but see and that's the thing is like I, like it's hard to it's hard to go down that road without just like saying religion's bullshit or another theory what if jesus is actually a time traveler from fucking two thousand years from now he went back, did all that shit. Set himself up. Which, David Blaine, if that motherfucker were to be 2,000, 3,000 years ago, it would have been like, this dude is a god. Yeah, but he, he can wouldn't. levitate. He can do this. He can do that. So, yeah, if there were time travel. How do we know there's not time travelers? It could be 2,000 years from now. We've been dead for a long time. I don't know. I don't want to go. I don't want to go too far off the track on the time yeah, yeah, travel okay. thing. But uh, I have a lot of thoughts about time travel too. Yeah. So, but I don't. I don't buy into like. I don't buy into that part of it, that you could go back and set yourself up because that would mean, that would mean there were there were a group of people that knew about time travel, and I don't see how you could have something like time travel, and it not get out to everyone that it's, you know, like if there if there's a time machine in the future. You know, it's got to be like an Area 51 under lock and key. But I feel like if, if you look at time like Einstein did, that eventually everybody would find out somehow. Yeah. Or the world gets nuked and, you know, they just go back and reset every time right, it gets I nuked. Anyways. Get on that. But, I mean, obviously that, obviously that makes sense in a fantastical way that a time traveler could go back and set themselves up as whatever they want to be. Just like you said, David Blaine had a time machine. I have tattoos all over my arms. You have them all over your body too, or your legs or whatever, and arms. If if I went back to some five, ten thousand years ago, they would think I was a god probably, and I'm fucking nobody really. I mean, I'm just a, a guy with a job, but I could go back and be a king. Yeah. Because I could be like, this is where I get my power, and I could do stuff that they could do things they just don't know how to do. I could go back before there was fire with a big lighter in my pocket. Yeah. Just start setting shit on fire and be like, I got the magic stick, bitch. You know, like. So, or take a gun, you know? Yeah. So you could do that. Like Time Cop, like that movie with Jean-Claude Van Damme when the guy goes back to the Old West, tells him he wants the money, and the guys pull out six shooters, the cowboys, and he fucking mows them all down with a machine gun. Didn't hit one horse, by the way. Anyways, mows them all down with a machine gun. Their minds are blown. 
anything here, here's a, like just real quick anything that's <laughs> anything that's technologically advanced if you put it a hundred years ago maybe not in a hundred years because we have phones and shit but if you took that cell phone back in time or a motorcycle whatever anything that's like very technologically advanced took it back a hundred years thousand years whatever the piece is it would be perceived as magic yeah that's because that would be their thought process that <clears throat> excuse me this is not a real thing this guy's a magician a wizard a warlock whatever you want to be so the time travel idea i mean that just solves all the problems that just there's no debate then right if you believe if you want to go down that road that there was a time traveler named jesse went back and they didn't know how to say it so they called him jesus i mean Who's to say? Jesse from Manhattan, all of a sudden. And then he just created an entire millennia of people going, oh, well, a religion, not just one, multiple religions based around the idea of him. Like, but then... But he wouldn't have sacrificed himself if that were the case. How do you know he did? Well, I'm just saying, like, according to popular religion, he did. So he could have been like, hey... You know I'm a magician. I'll fucking kill your ass with those nails in my head. You know, whatever it is. And then, dead for three days, came back. It could have been dead. But that kind of gets rid of the whole story like, of Jesus being a time traveler, right? But then, setting the alarm clock on his time traveling machine. Hey, I'm going to die this day. But I need to reverse back. Come back here. And i got to be there in three more days. You never know. Because they're basing all that shit on, like, eyewitnesses and then stories, right? Yeah, but... So, and then this, you were, you were wondering, like, thinking, not really wondering, but thinking, like, how a massive group of people could start believing it if, you know, well, they either saw it, eyewitness accounts, or it was told to them, like, which one happened, did they make it up, did they fucking go on a trip and see it, whatever. How do you get so many it, people to buy into it if they didn't see it? But it becomes a brainwashing event so just like Hitler he was a cultic leader right cultic leaders are very charismatic they can get people to follow them easily now yeah but Germany was fucked up when Hitler came into power yes they they thought he was going to save the country but so let's just forget about Hitler but say you have five people believing in this one guy yeah and everything that he says Mm-hmm. They have children. It's the same question I asked my mom. You know, if you're a Southern Baptist person and then you raise your children from the time they're born in Southern Baptist community, you know, in a Baptist community, then they're going to grow up Baptist and then they're going to have kids and then they're going to. Make those kids go to church with them because it's what they believe, so they want their kids to believe that. You know, because that's the only way to get there. So then that's why it keeps multiplying and multiplying and multiplying. Before you know it, that one dude that created this religion with five followers now has a hundred thousand followers because and I talked to my mom about this too. I was like, You're brainwashing, you know, your children when you're doing that. She's like, no, I'm not. Did you let us study other religions and practice other religions while we were in your house? She's like, absolutely not. I was like, did you force us to go to church even though we didn't want to? We had no interest in it? Well, yeah, you need to go to church. It's like, and there you go. It's kind of like Jeff Foxworthy. Here's your sign. You know, like, that proves that brainwashing is a legitimate thing. Even if a kid isn't accepting it, you're going to force it down their throat. And then I used to go to these things, rapture events, where they would like play out the rapture, mm-hmm. make it absolutely fucking terrifying. Yeah, I, I remember still those. remember that shit. Yeah, we had those too. My mom was taking, to, taking me to them when I was like four years old. When you're four years old, everything is real. You watch something on TV, it could be a fucking cartoon, that shit is real. Yeah. You know? So. When they were taking me, and I was like four years old, five years old, six years We went every year <clears throat> to these things, and they got more intense. You know, and I'd, I'd be shitting myself at the end. Yeah. You know? 
So obviously I don't want that shit to happen to me. So you teach your kids from such a young age, they're gonna grow up believing that shit, regardless if it makes sense or not. So how come none of the how come none of the charismatic cult leaders of like let's say the twentieth century and before and after whatever, how come none of those have like really took off? I guess one has Some Mormons. Did. Mormons did. L. Ron Hubbard was a fucking sci-fi writer. The whole drink the Kool-Aid, dude. He got yeah, like, but that's like that's like a hundred people or something. That's not. He got a couple thousand people. It's Jonestown? Yeah, I think it was like three hundred people. Was it? I don't remember. Let's look it up. Doesn't matter. But even even that. So hey, everybody, quit your jobs, quit everything, move down here with me. I've created this town, and everybody go. You know what? Let's go. You know, but how come? That's my point. Is like the Mormons are the only good example I can think of. How come nobody else has been able to stick it out? How come there hasn't been like a new religion in the last two thousand years, let's say, of Christianity? How come there hasn't been a new religion that has as many followers, except for Mormons? Which what was I looking up? Jonestown. How many people were in Jonestown? But like how there come? Because there's not. Islam's the number two. It came after Christianity. How okay? But I'm saying like, how come there haven't been more? There's Catholicism. Uh, I mean, I think groups of people die out as well. Just like the Vikings. There's no Vikings anymore. They're mainly pagans. Nine hundred eighteen at Jonestown, but so you're close, almost yeah. a thousand. Like that's a lot of fucking people. To yeah, be that's like, a hey, lot of people. Quit all your jobs and let's go. But they thought they were moving to Utopia, like he fucking tricked them. Yeah. I mean, they did live in Utopia until they all died. Kinda. I mean, they had a farm. They had have like you a. Seen they had the like, documentary on that yeah, shit? Yeah, I've read about a lot. But they had like a. Obviously, like the cult leader ends up trying to fuck everybody and whatever. But you know, they had like a, a communal living situation where they they all, they grew their own food and shit and whatever. I just mean that there's no there's nothing else that's come along like you. When when did when did the Muslim faith start? Uh, it was like eight hundred or four hundred AD, something like that. So you had one, and then Catholicism for like fifteen hundred years, pretty sure. So there, what, that's what I mean though. There there has there hasn't been one that's like there's been some charismatic motherfuckers. You know what I mean? Like there hasn't been one. I guess they didn't all try to start religions either, but like. I don't. I don't know. I wonder if like Brad Pitt could start a religion and people would jump on board. Probably. You know, if he just said like, "I'm not Jesus, but I'm the Messiah." Like Scientology. That's another one. Yeah, that's what I meant. Not Mormons. I meant Scientology. That's the guy. L. Ron Hubbard was the science fiction writer. Scientology, the Satanic Church, was started in the '70s. Yeah, but so that was always part of Christianity was Satan. Well, yeah, but what I'm saying is there has been, regardless if you're gonna see them as cults. There has been other cults come along in but the past. But not with millions of followers. Well, yeah. I mean, it, it does take time. Look at Christianity. It's the number one, but it's been around for 2,000 years. Yeah, so, but there's not even anything, like, in the works that's it's, really, like, taken off, like, like Scientology. It's also been... We haven't had, other than Iraq, Iran, and, like, Syria... We haven't had forced religion in a very long time. But there's, but like, like, there hasn't been a leader of a country or something, like all these dictators that have come along. Like, a dictator could have done it. Could have forced people to say, yeah. like, we're not Christian, we're not Muslim, we're not Catholic, we're not Hindu, we're not Buddhist, we're none of that. We're jabonkalist, whatever the fuck you came up with. Like, we're, it's a bambalist. I don't know, like, another istin or ism or whatever, yeah. like, entity, some sort of thing. Like, it, how come that hasn't happened, do you think? Because I think they have more agendas than to worry about. Yeah, but what's what could be religion? What could be better than being the Messiah or the cult leader? Well, I mean, look at Hitler. He probably would have ended up doing that. But his goal was to take over the world, and I'm sure after if he would have been able to do that, I'm sure after that he would have been like, you see guys? I'm Messiah and would have created think, a whole religion over it. I think his role is he just can't be Jewish. Yeah, but... Because he blamed the Jews for 
Germany's situation. But that's what I'm talking about is like one, it takes time. It takes time to get these cults growing, get them moving. And there has been others come along, but I mean, it's, it's pretty hard to start something new when Christianity was forced upon a lot of people. Like yeah. the whole- The Crusades the and Crusades, all that. The yeah. Crusades, the fucking, like, they would, almost every holiday that we have was taken from pagans mm-hmm. and going, and was Santa, right? The red and white, the mushroom. Yeah, Santa Clarita, something like that. It's, it's something. Something Clarita, I think. But. Yeah, you know what the mushroom I'm talking about. It's not is. even like that strong of a hallucinogen. No, but if it is taken, Clamascara, like, something like that. Yeah, go ahead. If it's taken by a caribou, i.e., reindeer, right, mm-hmm. and then it is they can fly, urinated out, it makes it extremely potent. Or if you take it from a shaman that has ingested it, urinated. And then it soaked in reindeer feces. Like I, I did all this mm-hmm. research; it was crazy. But and it soaked in reindeer feces. It makes it like crazy strong. So they took all these things: the red, the white, the elves with the mushrooms, and like there's old paintings of shit like that mm-hmm. where it's the red and white mushrooms. And then so they started cracking down on these mushrooms and caribou. I eat reindeer, love these fucking things. Mm-hmm. Like, there's been reports of people that were, you know, eating these things, and they're not super strong until, you know, what I told you. But eating these things, going outside to pee, and like caribou bumping them out of the way to get to their urine. Yeah. Because they're like, they love that shit. It's yeah. like crap. So, but anyways, they started. Like caribou crack. Caribou crack. But they started cracking down on these mushrooms. Mm-hmm. And the the only way they were able to get them to people was going down the chimney. They were going up on roofs, dropping them down the chimney, sliding down the chimney. So it was like a lot of the shit that they took and they were like, no, we need to we need to make it a good thing. So let's let's do this. And then just like with Christians taking pagan holidays and going, let's put a good twist on it. Let's put a Christian twist on mm-hmm. it. You know, it's no longer pagan anymore. It's no longer about. Yeah, it's like appropriation. Yeah, and it's then religious appropriation. The Easter Bunny, like, if you haven't looked into what the Easter Bunny actually is and what Easter is, it's fucking wild. But we're gonna have quite a few episodes from probably just tonight. We, I mean, what? Just religion? Yeah. I mean, if you want to continue the origins of religion tomorrow. Yeah, I'm just... There's a lot of unanswered questions, I guess. Yeah, and that's the scary part. We'll never have the answers until we're actually dead. Yeah, I'm not too worried about that. Something's got to happen. Well, yeah. I think because we have consciousness, something's got to happen. Yeah. I mean, I don't know, and I think that's... That was the point I was trying to make earlier, is I think that's why people find something to worship, find something to, like, help ease the anxiety and the stress of dying. Like, unless you just don't give a shit what happens, then you don't give a shit, but... I think you give a shit right before it happens, like, unless it's a surprise. Yeah, I do too, but... Like, deathbed fucking confession and... Mm Mm-hmm. But I feel like people need that because you were wondering about like the people that are sold out fucking this is it and it's I think it's because those people have the most stress about it they've been wondering for a long time what happens and then someone comes along and goes well here's an idea and they go you know what I like that idea I think it's illogical though to be that bought out on something that you can't prove or don't know well yeah but for them, it's enough. It's enough to ease their mind and go, you know what? I'll be okay. I'll be able to, even though you can't take your body, 
to heaven. Right, to be back with your loved ones and all that you know, stuff. You you take your soul, not your body, but it's flowing with milk and honey, which is pointless if you don't have a body to eat with, but whatever. So, I mean, I don't know. I feel like that's the ease of mind that they look for. And that if we were to reset every religion out there, there would be no more Jesus, there would be no Allah, there would be no, you know, Muhammad. Krishna, all that. There would be one person that comes along and goes, hey, check this out. A time traveler. This is what I think. Time traveler would show up. Time traveler. Maybe this is what I think. I think Elon Musk is a fucking time traveler. (laughs) Or an alien or something. I don't think he's doing anything extravagant. I think he's just... I mean, he's working on the technology we have. What about Jeff Bezos coming out with brand new ideas and then fucking soaring to the moon? Yeah, but if you got enough money, you can build a rocket. If I had enough money, I could pay people to build me a rocket. I get that. But if you are coming up with ideas... Elon like Musk came up with PayPal. Yeah, but that's just the natural order of things. Everything is going online. Everything like he didn't come up with debit cards. And then what about Bill Gates coming up with a fucking computer? He had a bunch of nerds locked in a room and said, "I, I want this whole playlist on this I phone." I get that, but like, yeah, <laughs> scrolling motherfuckers. So I think just, those guys are just using their money, or use. I mean, like the the. The whole Bill Gates thing is, is I'm sure he, I'm sure like the, obviously there were companies that were in competition with him, but I'm sure there was just like thousands of people that were like, man, if I could get like a home computer, if I could get a computer in my house, because he didn't invent the microprocessor. You know what I mean? They did that at Area 51, and then it leaked. But he didn't invent that. Then who's to say they don't have a fucking alien over at Area 51 going? This is what you need to invent now. Yeah, they're just trickling the shit out. Yeah. Because, you know, you can claim they're reverse engineering it, but... Just like what you were saying, dude. If you were to bring our technology 2,000 years ago, right. they would think it's magic. So yeah. that's why they have to trickle it out a little bit. Oh, here, 100 years have gone by. Right. To Alien, that ain't shit. So it's God's been... at Area 51, just like hanging out. Maybe. <laughs> or an alien that's been alive for like 52 million years. Or Jesus. Who gives a shit if he's waiting 100 years? Yeah. It's like a minute to him. Yeah, he's yeah. like, fuck it. I can wait a minute. Oh, here you go. Here's another. Here's internet. Yeah. Have fun with that. You fucking porn watchers. And then, like, 40 years later, hey, here's that iPhone. Have fun with that. Be like, this will. This technology will change the world. Now there's, like, millions of people just sitting in their bedroom cranking one out. Yeah. So. They're like, man, you'll have a fucking computer in your pocket. Everyone's going to be smart. And they just get dumbed down fucking... Eating Cheetos off their beer gut. Just rolling the dice all day. Chugging Mountain Dew and fucking twisting with lotion all day. Every day. Nasty fucks. Get a job, (laughs) motherfucker. But, yeah, they're like, this is going to be the greatest invention ever. We'll learn so much. So how do you think it all got so commercialized then? Like, how do you think they realized there was so much money in religion? Tax-free money doesn't like, help. I mean, I think that's I think that's a bullshit policy, by the way. Yeah, I think These motherfuckers all got Gulf Streams and Learjets and fucking mansions and Rolls Royce cars and shit. Like, I think Joel Osteen's house is like four hundred million dollars. Yeah, him and that other, him and that fucking creepy big-headed dude, the old guy. Yeah, I can't remember his name off the top uh, of my head. There's a bunch of them like that. The yeah. prosperity preachers, yeah. is what they call them. How's that fucking legal? It shouldn't be. And only a few of them get caught because they get a little sloppy. Yeah. But they have, like, the best accountants in the world working on their shit. Like, oh, we got to donate to this. But that's how they can write it all off as donations. Like, they can write all that shit off as donations because it's cash. Like, very little, not very little. I'm sure plenty of churches now have a fucking card reader at the door where you can swipe and do your donation. But a lot of it's, like, cash in an envelope, you know, just... And yeah. they can say what? Somebody donated $15,000. Thank you, generous, anonymous yep. donator. And it's all tax-free. 
Yeah. And there's a goddamn gift shop in every church you go in now, too. The big mega churches, yeah. they have gift shops. And coffee. Yeah. I went to this church. It literally had a Starbucks in it. <laughs> like a fucking Starbucks. I was yeah. like, what the fuck? And they have like a cafe. Yeah. Where you could go in there and buy food and like sit down and eat. A lounge. And shit. I was like, what is this? A bartender. Yeah. A fucking strip club. Yeah. I man, go in there and sin. You come out right here and you pray for it. Titties for Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Pop one for the boys. <laughs> but yeah. I don't know. I think it's. I think they found found out. Like, hey, yeah, but how can you? How can you live with yourself? I guess people can live with themselves no matter what. But I just couldn't be that kind of piece of shit. Have you seen Smalley Pirates, dude? I would. I think that's. I think that's way more admirable than a fucking prosperity prosperity preacher. I do too, because at least they just hold you for ransom for a few years until someone pays up, or they fucking shoot you. Prosperity preachers, they fucking. If you got four dollars left and you can't make your bills, send me that four dollars. Plant that seed. I hate that shit. Send you a little visine bottle full of holy water. Yeah. Squirt that on your bushes. Yeah, drink this. One of those guys was telling people to drink this. They had like mercury under or something. Yeah, it was right? like mercury and bleach. Yeah, I was like, what the fuck? And it's it was a like, radioactive isotope. This will clear up any sickness you got. Well, hell yeah, you'll be dead. Yeah, it ain't gonna affect you when you fucking croaked. Can't be sick if you're dead. Exactly. Oh, I think we better call it. Well, it's gonna be it from us here at the Greasy Knuckles Podcast. We got into a little bit of everything today. I think so. I mean, we started out on the right track. I think we're getting better. I feel much better about where religion came from now. I think we covered it. (laughs) Maybe. I think so. I think we could drag this out another 10 episodes. Time-traveling Jesus. A time-traveling Jesus. You never know what's going to happen here on the Greasy Knuckle Podcast. But remember, if you're going to get greasy, go knuckles deep. Unless you're a Catholic priest, then don't. Then don't. Nasty. Uh. Here at the Greasy Knuckles Podcast, we do love everybody at the end of the day. We might be dickheads, we might be shitbags, but we love everybody. So, if you or a loved one or anything is having thoughts of suicide or going through addiction, anything, and you're a veteran, uh, please, please reach out. It's 1-800-273-8255, and then press 1. Uh, that's the Veterans Crisis Hotline. Or you can go to the veteranscrisisline.net, all one word, or text 838-255, or call the VA, or call the Greasy Knuckles. Do something. Help yourself. Do something and reach out, man, because 22 a day is 22 too many. That's a tongue twister. Stay greasy. See ya. It's like a hot dog flying through the air. <laughs>